What's up, everybody? Here with another episode of the Keeping It Kayfabe podcast. I'm Greg. I am today. No, you're Mega Greg. I'm I'm Dangerous Dustin Dynamite. And you are the Slack Podcast channel. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know we had cool names that we could choose and shit. Yes, I'm Mega Greg. He's Dangerous Dustin Dynamite. And you are. I'm just Lawrence. Lawrence. That's just Lawrence. Okay. He's, He's Lawrence Cassidy. Well, let's <laughs> oh, I need my uh, my aviators, man. Damn. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be talking about. We're not going to talk about SmackDown or Rampage because they were both trash this week, and Awful. I have nothing to say about either of them. Really, that's positive. But I just don't know what they're doing with Rampage, man. It's like they just. It's like an afterthought now. It didn't even have anything to do with forbidden door there was no build-up it was just like oh here's uh three more matches there you go thanks i only watch rampage for one reason and it's the same reason i've only ever watched rampage and that's to see the acclaimed come out and do a rap <laughs> that's it it's the only reason i watch well, they were on Jeez, so. well, yeah and they, they you know some scissoring was going on but yeah <laughs> <laughs> scissor oh. me lawrence come on well- <laughs> But uh, so uh, we'll skip we'll skip those two and we'll jump right into Forbidden Door. Well, hold on, we got to talk about the big news today. What was the big news? Logan Paul signed with WWE. Yes, that was oh, yes. I was bring up. As you see, I have a person in the background here that's going to be uh, <laughs> going to be a uh, co-hosting with me today. But uh, what do you think about that? You think it's a a good move? Uh, first off, I don't think he signed a, a lengthy contract. I'm going to state that. Yeah, right it was now. just for the year. It was like for 2023. That was it. He probably signed a contract for I would say SummerSlam to WrestleMania is what what I'm what I'm predicting. I want to know how much they're paying him. Is what I want to know. Oh man, whatever. I heard it was like a lot. Didn't pay him. I'm sure. <laughs> I heard it was like a few million dollars. But uh, I mean, I liked what I saw of Logan Paul uh, at WrestleMania, so. I mean, I'm, I mean, he'll be a perfect fucking heel. Because yeah. I mean, people already, I mean, people already hate him. So I mean, and I, I like this. I like the stuff he did where he got on the ropes and he did the little Eddie, Eddie shingle. And except I, I think like his that. first feud is going to be with the Miz, so that's going to be kind of weird having two heels go against each other. But well, it'll be like per- a passing the torch thing. It's not because it's the perfect guy to like put him against. Yeah, because right. the Miz will put anybody over. So. Well, it's, I it's think actually, it'll be good. I think it'll be perfect. entertaining. Something different. Yeah, I mean, WWE needs something to draw people in, so it's, it's good. It's got my interest peaked, and, now, and I like Pat McAfee's in a feud now, too. So Hey, what are you doing? But, um, uh, yeah, I mean... It's it's good news, man. I'm 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 kind of glad. I out of the Paul brothers, I don't dislike Logan, but I do dislike Jake. Yeah, well, like I was They're telling both. you earlier, he he hasn't been humbled yet. What's up, BT? Tyson Fury well, will will humble him. He's gonna fight Tyson Fury. Yeah, well, he was you know he's supposed to fight him last time when he fought Woodley for the second time, but uh, that. He got injured before the fight. That's why he ended up fighting Tyrone Woodley Andrew again. Tyson so. Fury is going to destroy Jake Paul. Not now, not uh, not Tyson Fury. Uh, his brother. His brother oh, will probably destroy yeah. Jake. Well, his Paul. brother's still kind of green though, but I mean that'd be that'd be good, I guess. You're talking about uh, not Tyson Fury, but I forget, I forget his brother's name. 
That's what I meant. I meant his little brother. His little bro. He has a little his, brother. His, his brother's name is Little Mac. <laughs> little Mac. Yeah. And they they told him if he loses to uh if he loses to Jake Paul that he has to give up his family name and he like his dad's not gonna train him no more. They'll kick him out the gym like I mean that's no bullshit. Yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, I believe him too. All right, yeah, I mean that family's hard, man. So I I believe it as well. All right, let's jump into Forbidden Door here because we got a lot to cover and we're gonna try to keep it at our usual hour time here. So we open with Jericho Suzuki, Sammy, uh, and and Jericho Suzuki and Sammy versus Eddie Wheeler and Shota Umino. Are we not going to talk about shooter, any of the buy-in matches? I don't ever watch the buy-ins. But what were the buy-in matches? You can bring, you can talk about those. Uh, we had. I, I actually missed the first one, but Aaron Solo and QT Marshall versus no Kosu and Yoshihachi. <laughs> no yeah, Yoshihachi. Uh, oh, I wish I would have saw it then. If it one of the new Nick, Japan guys, Nick Como, Nick Komaroto versus Lance Archer. That match was okay. Nobody. Cares and then about we that had. Either. Then we had Max Caster in the Gun Club versus Yuma, Yuye, Yuya, Uyumara, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Yep, and doesn't sound like I missed anything there, other than maybe the acclaim coming out rapping. Uh, that actually was good, but yeah, okay. So past the we get we're out the buy-in. All right. <laughs> Now, so Chris right. Jericho, <laughs> yeah, yes. Jericho, Suzuki, and Sammy versus the wizard Chris Jericho. Well, I guess I should say their names Chris Jericho, Minaro, Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara versus Eddie. The sh- I can't say it right now, piece of trash, Kingston, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willer, Yuta, and Shota. Eddie, wait a yeah. minute, yeah, uh, so. All right, my what I said, I thought it was a decent match for the you know the cluster F it was. Can I say this? The multi man matches. I felt like that's all we've seen was Oh like yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that is all we saw for the most part. I mean there was only three singles matches, was, I believe. I was like that's, that's was everybody on a tag team or something? Like I will that. say this. I, I will say it didn't bother me as much because I, I watch a lot of New Japan, and they do uh, quite a few multi-man matches like before main card matches. Because usually the way they'll do it's like, let's say you got a six-card event. You're going to have three multis, three singles. So we didn't quite have that ratio here. No, not at all. I'm just saying it doesn't, I, you know, it doesn't bother me as much. But it did kind of get annoying. Uh, what did you all think of that match, the Jericho-Suzuki match? I mean, it was good. I'm just so fucking tired of that feud that I was just like, okay, here we go. Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. Going Do you know what made again. me sick about Eddie, that match? Yeah, Chris Jericho there was one, and Eddie. Or, go ahead, Greg. There was one thing I loved about that match, or actually I will say the entrances to the match. And One thing I hated. I loved how big of a pop Suzuki got, but I hated how big of a pop Eddie Kingston got. He, he I knew. <laughs> When that happened, I knew you were like rolling around. You're, you know, you're not dead. I just yet, don't so. get it, man. I don't get it either. But you I'll never understand seething it. Seething with, with rage. He, he gets like a huge, he got a bigger pop than everyone, I think. Oh, yeah. Road dog to make a debut with the uh, with the ass boys would be nice. That'd be cool. Um, Bring him in there. I want to yeah. see him and I want to see him and Billy Gunn scissor. There was a good, uh, 
There was a funny little moment when Suzuki acted like he was going to run and jump through the ropes like everybody else. Yeah. He just kind of like, he kind of like ran and then stopped and like control. did this yep. little smile on his face. I like that. What do, you what, think, about, what, what do you think of Minoru Suzuki? Because you haven't really seen much of him. Well, I asked you that when I was watching it, is he like the Eddie Kingston of New Japan? Because they are very similar in their fighting styles of slapping and chopping the fuck out. Yeah, but at least Minoru Suzuki has a legit finisher and not, you know, a, a back <laughs> a slap. A spinning back, back, uh, backhand slap. <laughs> you, don't uh, like machine, you don't like machine gun chops, Greg? <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> they look stupid. They look looks, dumb. Yeah. They're like... It's, it's but like, the thing is, like it's like it's like back. It's from back in the old the old Japan days. So, it, I mean, it's it's fine. I I mean, honestly, I liked Eddie in this because it, it played off his goofiness. I thought it was just funny, and I thought it was a fun little match. Him and uh, uh, Suzuki had a good like back and forth. And they did the, the chest slaps on each other, the chops on each other's chest in the beginning. I thought it was. Pretty I'll cool. say this, and and Dustin, you probably noticed this. Minaro Suzuki looks like he hits pretty hard, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he looks like he can like just take anything. Like you could hit him in the head with a hammer and he'd just be like <laughs> and he wouldn't sell it. He'll smile at you and stick his yeah. tongue out. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that guy's uh, the one I gr- I graded each match individually. I gave that ma- I gave that match a C. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. I didn't grade each match, but I'll I'll give it a C. That C was good. Uh, I did a, a the next one was a three a three way tag title match. Uh, it was a Cobb, With the greatest tag team of all FTR. time. I don't know about all that, but we had Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon from New Japan. FTR, FTR, FTR from AEW and Rapongi Vice, which Lawrence, <laughs> you have some stuff to say about them from uh, Ring of Honor. Are they, all three of them were champs. Cobb and Ocon were the uh, New Japan champs, FTR, AEW champs, and Rapongi Vice were the Ring of Honor tag champs. No, no. The Rapongi Vice didn't have no belts going into that. FTR, is, the FTR are already the Ring of Honor champs. Are you sure? Yeah. The AEW tag team champs are the Young Bucks, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, FTR did have a belt going into it. They had the uh, AAA title, no. so they did wing the win the Ring of Honor no, they already had Ring Honor. They've had Ring Honor since they've been in AEW. Since so, they, okay. Rapongi Vice didn't have it. They were well, fighting they with. Who did they beat to get the Ring of Honor championship? Uh, I want to say, I don't know. It was when they were still in Ring of Honor. Because when they came to AEW, when That's they bought Ring of Honor them. and came, they they brought the belt with them. I'm gonna look that up real quick because I'm I'm not sure about that honestly. They had the AAA. <laughs> you don't trust it. Ring of Honor. Uh, now they got in New Japan. Yeah, I mean they're triple title holders, so I guess that. Makes, I mean they're the best tag team in the best. world, so I'd say they're the best. Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly starting to like really like those guys. Oh, they beat the Briscoes at the ROH final battle. That's oh, what? So the yeah, Briscoes. I forgot Bray, the, Briscoes the Briscoes did it. I do love the Briscoes, man. I would not want to mess with those dudes. Rapongi Vice was supposed to. Uh, I think they were gonna beat FTR for one of those belts, and and United Empire got involved. Oh, uh, yeah, I should have just read Big T here. He said they yeah. beat uh beat the Briscoes. So thank you for that, Big T. Here I am going to look it up when I got a active chat here. What's wrong with me? 
Um, you see so, that, and Big T agrees they are the greatest tag team of all time, at least the modern era. The so. modern era, I'll agree with all time. Uh, actually, there's people I think that are better than them in the modern era, to be honest. But we'll get. Uh, I, I did like. Uh, I will say Jeff Cobb, that little fucking fat turd can move. <laughs> he looks Cobb. like a little turd. But he Jeff like, Cobb is awesome, dude. That's that's awesome. the thing, though. It's like he's not. It's not all fat. That dude is like pretty. No, he's like stacky. stocky. He's like yeah. a, he's like a little stocky guy. But he How like. Dare you fuck. talk about an Olympian like that? <laughs> no, oh, he's awesome. He I'm just fucking around. Says, says any any dude awesome. that size that can do a standing moonsault is impressive. Yeah, he does some other standing flip moves too that are pretty awesome. Yeah, I I love Jeff Cobb. Um. I wouldn't. I would. I didn't have a problem with this. Uh, with the outcome of this match, it was a great match. I, I actually loved it. Yeah, it was one of my. It was in my top five. Yeah, sure. I, I actually, I gave the match an A for great. Yeah, that's how much I, I can liked agree it. with that. And which I, is, you know, odd for me because normally I hate three way tag matches. But I don't know. I like this one. It was. It was good. It was good. It was entertaining. Uh what about Great Ocon? What do you think about him, Dustin? Yeah, he was good. I like that tag team. I like that Ocon tag Ocon. team. I loved the match, um, and I, I'm a big mark for FTR now. So, so, so next we had the uh, All Atlantic Four Way for that new title, the All Atlantic Championship, the Fatal Four Way. Yeah, this is another. This is all match the winners of the tournament. Good. Let me say this, dude. I didn't care for Rusev when he was in WWE, but I love him here as Miro. As Miro, the did. Redeemer. As the Redeemer, like he his promos, everything he does door. is like gold, man. That's somebody who needs to be like pushed a little bit. I think Miro is. They're gonna push him. Yeah, and I actually thought it was. I I was really pleased with this match because it was one of the matches that wasn't like predictable like i did not see Pac winning that belt bro i didn't either and uh, I, I agree with the t i actually uh i kind of thought they would probably give it to Pac because he's the most he's the biggest name in that match but i would not i'd actually am with uh ben Grimm here i wanted miro to win it yeah yeah i, I mean i thought miro was gonna get it but for sure and then they gave it to Pac, and the match was good i enjoy uh malachi black is fun to watch yeah malachi black's great uh, who was the fourth guy? The fourth guy was um, I don't know why it's slipping my mind right now. Uh, oh, it was Clark Connors, who's from New Japan. Yeah, but he oh, that uh, dude was cool. Yeah, he looked like a, <laughs> he was a last minute. I forgot who was a po- who was originally supposed to be in the match, but he was a last minute replacement. He the guy that was originally supposed Clark to Clark Connors is good, man. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was good. He was he, that match was good. That was another one of my like up there matches plus i like i love matches that i don't know that like i knew that ftr was gonna win i figured jericho was gonna win but this one was like oh really Pac won okay because i well, thought it was gonna be miro well, for sure pop's been in it for so long he deserves something i mean yeah <laughs> how, how old is that guy he's been wrestling since like forever man so i, I feel like he deserved it the crowd even said that they were like uh you deserve it yeah i mean like the only problem Pac has ever had throughout his whole career is just he's injury prone. That's that's about it. But uh yeah, I I would have rather Ishii been in it, Big T. That would have been awesome because I love Ishii. So was he the guy was he the one that got sick? Yeah, he's the one who couldn't make it, which sucks, but you know it is what it is. 
Uh, but a good match. I, I Do you like Malachi one. back, Greg? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually I think he has the best entrance in AEW. His entrance is incredible. Yeah, when I first seen that, that was sick. That was like, where the lights go black and he's just. In the I'll say the this, man. That dude can move around well in the dark because he gets up in the ring in the dark, gets on the top turnbuckle, then he jumps down from there, gets in the center. I'm like, man, I would. Like, what, what if he slips and falls or some shit and the timing uh, is off? Yeah, I like how he's a big dude, but he like he can kick somebody in the head <laughs> like effortlessly. Yeah, and then the the black spit. What's that called? Where he, he spits that black shit in people's eyes? I don't know what he the called. Black the, mist. Mist. the black mist. The black mist. The black mist. <laughs> they had a name for it. He used that on on uh, Miro. Yeah. That black. But yeah, mist. what do y'all think of that title? Like the look of it. Oh, I liked it. It reminds me of the. Uh, uh, it's the. It kind of looks like the women's championship, though, doesn't it? Like it's all. All of them are square. It reminds me of the United Kingdom Championship or whatever they have over there in WWE. Uh, it's like the yeah, I think it's the United Kingdom one. It looks like that, but it looks also. I liked it. I have an issue with it. All right, so now now is where I start to uh, but Greg criticize many, Forbidden Door a little bit. Are y'all well, ready for this? But Greg, how many titles do they have, man? They're getting kind of crazy with all these different titles. And Not shit. really. AEW doesn't have that many, honestly. Well, they have they have the two they have the TBS women's TBS men's women's the women's titles don't count all Atlanta yes they <laughs> neither do. one of them no you can you know what's weird about that I know I don't want to jump around too much but what's weird to me about that is that it seems to me like the TBS women's belt means more than the actual AEW women's belt that's, that's just because that bad yeah. bitch Jade Cargill has it she is a bad bitch isn't in my she? mind she's the champion of the women like I forget all yeah the- <laughs> I'm like oh yeah Thunder Rosa is actually the champion it's but- kind of sad because she doesn't get no love man no, she, I mean, she sucks. From, like, Actually, she doesn't suck. She's just she boring. Suck. She's just boring. She's yeah. she's the Adam Page of. She really champion. is. She that's a perfect description of her. What's but sad anyways, is I sorry. Like Adam, but yeah, not to get off track. My bad. All right, so next we got the the Young Bucks and ELP. Oh uh, God, El Fantasma match. <laughs> versus Sting, what? Darby Allen. No, no, you call them by their fucking name, okay? They're the dudes with attitude, okay? Sure, dudes with attitude. Was that a throwback that, to something they did in like the eighties, like the old WCW team? Sting I don't was know. A, Do you want to know how you know that name is lame? Because it's one of the choices on WWE 2K22. Anytime it's a choice, is one of your little call-out names on there. You know, it's a lame name. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That's so true. Yeah, there's. There, I wonder if the, whoever the whoever attitude. came up with that was playing 2K, and they were like, "Dudes with attitude, let's do that." <laughs> Possibly. It's just generic. All right, so I had so many problems with this match. First off, the way it started out with Sting doing a dive that his old butt shouldn't be doing to begin with. Yeah, the dude already had problems. He's gonna dive off the, yeah, the they, stage. They should have kept it classy. Just have him come from the Raptors on the thing like he did in the old school days. If they were gonna do something like that, not have him jump like Batman off the fucking Raptor thing. I don't, I don't know what that was. I did like the Bucks and Bullet Club attire again. I did like seeing that. I will say that much about it. Um, what else I got here? Uh, Darby and it, Darby versus uh, El Fantasma in a singles match would have probably been the better thing to do for this event, in my opinion. 
Okay, well, I have to talk about El Phantasmo and his really awesome move that I saw him do. Um, the titty twister. Yes. <laughs> does he do that all the time? He does, he does kooky stuff like that a lot, yes. <laughs> and, of course, the Sting, Sting doing the classic no-sell. Classic Sting no-sell of him doing that to him. Oh, that shit hurts. Nothing hurts worse than a purple purple. Well, Sting... It didn't affect Sting. Sting doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe Sting doesn't have nipples. Or he does it to himself or something. So or maybe he likes it. Yeah, maybe. Like, <laughs> like when does. Wardlow was taking those belt shots and it looked like he was like loving he digs it. Yeah. Uh, he, he took those like a champ. Uh, but yeah, man, I want I want to see Darby versus uh, El Phantasmo. I think I that think would that would be it. You know, and AEW is still booking matches with New Japan. They have one on Rampage this week. I know uh, you're still. I know you're still learning New Japan, Dustin, but this match was a complete waste of Shingo Takagi. Yeah, he wasn't even really featured much in the match. It was pretty much just the Young Bucks and El Phantasmo and Sting <laughs> and Darby Allen. I will say Sting moves around pretty good for an old man, though. Yeah, was there a botch in there where Sting took out? Uh, like he took out the Young Bucks and he went out to out of the ring with them as they're rolling out, but then he was supposed to be in the ring for El Fantasma to turn around and react to him being in there. And then Sting remembers, I was like, oh, hey, and he has to jump back in the ring. I mean, I when, like, you, when look, man, when you start getting older, you start forgetting things, okay? That so, was like, it killed the whole momentum for that for me. I was like, I know what? I didn't like him no selling the super kick from the Young Bucks. I, I'm like, well, you know, that's just a Sting thing, though. But you don't no sell super kicks, man. Sting can no sell. Sting, he's the no, only he's one still, that's allowed to get away with. No, it. And, and he, and still, what, he still fell down from it. It just took him a while. No, a look, man, and this is what bothered me about it too. Is like the commentators were like, "Oh, he, you know, it, it, he he was able to resist it because he's an icon. He's an icon." I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Well, I, I'll agree. I'll like, yeah, Lawrence. It was a delayed reaction, and he I guess that was that was kind of lame. He was like, he took the super kick, and then he did like a move to them, and then he fell over, and then couldn't get back up. So that is kind of stupid, actually. I agree well, with you, Greg. I'll say this: that match, that match, the whole match was a complete mess. I'm sure the I'm sure the marks know. absolutely love it, though. There were things I liked about it, but yeah, it was it definitely wasn't one of my favorites. I think it was the worst match on the card, in my opinion. Oh, really? Worse than this next match we got coming up? Uh, Thunder well, hold Rosa. on, wait. For, hold on, you cannot skip past this, okay? You're about to skip some very important stuff. Oh. Because well, we that's... had something happen backstage that was a, oh. that was an aftermath of the Jericho match. Oh, let me guess. Jericho uh, shot a fireball at somebody. <laughs> Well, Jericho activated his wizard powers again, and he threw a fireball and showed a Umino's face after saying he respected oh. him and shaking his hand. Yeah. I was yeah. wondering what, why he fell down. <laughs> yeah, he fucking did the fireball thing again because he's a why wizard. You, he's a wizard, man. I don't know why you don't like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. Every time Why he says, I'm, I, because because he, he's yeah, just doing it, he's just trolling at this point. And he even said the, he even said in an interview, like, I didn't think the wizard thing was going to, he's like, I, I really just said that as like a fucking joke, but now it's like a thing. And you, you know, Jericho. And you can see every time he, every time he does it, you can see this little smirk on his face. Like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so next up we got Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. I don't care. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and admit it right now. Greg gave me a streaming thing so I can watch this shit. I watched this. I had to rewind and watch the match again to figure out who won because I, <laughs> I really just didn't care about this match, man. I felt so bad. I, you know, I really – honestly, I, th- I think they should have gave the belt to Tony Storm. I think she'd have been a better right. champ. Well, you know she- that match was cut short because the uh... – because of the Shibata segment going long. Oh, oh yeah, we not. we actually didn't mention that. That uh, well, they Shibata... didn't. Uh, we haven't got there yet. Oh really? I thought they did the women's match. Well, I mean, I'm no, looking that... at it in order. When was did the that women's happen? match? When did the Shibata thing happen? After Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, the, uh, the guy at work was telling me that's why that match got cut short. I guess because they planned for the Shibata thing to go longer. I don't know. So that's what happened. actually go along. It was the only match. It was the only match on the card that wasn't a New Japan versus AEW match. Yeah, so. actually, it doesn't make sense. It was kind of weird, and I thought they put that match on the card so they could give Tony Storm the strap, but they didn't. So look at Big T's comment, and Big T, you're absolutely right. These matches become a chore. Like we have to have them just because. Oh yeah, because yeah, I mean it's it's unfair if we don't. That I mean, but does better. New Japan have any women? Do they have a women's division? No, the Japan has uh, Japan. They has have their a own whole, a whole women's, women's organization. So yeah, that's what I thought. They have Stardom, which is like I think that's Japan, but yeah, that's Stardom is like the big women's. I'll if you want to well, watch good women's wrestling, watch Stardom. That's where you're going to see the best. Or even, well, I'll even say this. WWE has way better women matches than AEW. I, I, I said that from a long time ago. They have a stronger women division. T- honestly, Impact has the best women's division. Yeah, Impact it, has the best. And and Stardom has the best women's wrestling, period. Because they actually breed legit women wrestlers and not half-ass train them. All right, but so, it was a pointless match, and uh, I mean it was a good match, but it, like we're it wasting just... too much fucking time talking about it. Honestly, no, <laughs> yeah. no one fucking cares. That match sucked. My great forts. Don't cares. hate. Don't. We don't need to hate that much on the women. Okay. I mean, it's not the women. It was just that match. Yeah, that anyone match. else would have been great, dude. Uh, uh, fucking Britt Baker or any of her matches are good, better than that. Put Britt Baker against Hikaru uh, Shida. At least, you know, she's Japanese, so. Just don't hate on my girl, Tony Storm, okay? All right, All so right. Next, up, next up, we have something that you're going to be excited to talk about, Dustin. The IWGP US Championship, even though Juice Robinson still has the title. And he was there in the building with the belt. Yes, he was. Which, by the way, I think that might be my favorite belt. Uh, at least, like, oh, of, it's, a, it's a very good belt. That's a good of choice. all the belt of the belts that are out right now, Nothing like the current that. belts. I think that might be my favorite one. It that is red a very leather, sexy yeah, looking. It's belt. red leather, which that's going to get me right off the bat. And then it's definitely the best like U.S. title that there's ever oh, been. ever been better yeah. than that U.S. spinner thing they had back. In the day. <laughs> it's better but, than uh, that. It's better than the current WWE one. It's better than. The North American Championship they had on NXT. God, that's probably one of the ugliest fucking belts ever. I, uh, this was my favorite match of the whole night. Uh, honestly, Big T, I really don't know why they they couldn't have done that, but I guess because Stardom is technically not a not part New of Japan. New Japan, that's that's why they didn't do it. That would be my guess anyway. Um, 
So moving on with this Osprey match. So we had Will Osprey with Aussie Open versus Orange Cassidy, which was so, the match of the night. To it me. was the match of the night, and it was it was perfect how they did it because Osprey mostly controlled the match with Orange getting in little offense. Honestly, the pacing of the match was perfect. The style, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Pa- the pacing was perfect, and like uh, Orange was the underdog the whole time as he should have been. And then the only time he'd get an offense is to get in his spots mostly, which which was perfect. That's how it should have been with Osprey. They didn't last long, um, which I liked. And ultimately, you ended up getting uh, Osprey hitting the Stormbreaker for the win. But he had to do the uh, – he did the other move too before that. He, he, yeah, he, he usually, he usually does the Hidden Blade before he hits him with Stormwind. Yeah, that's right. He did the Hidden Blade, then he did the Stormbreaker. Um, yeah, man, I love this match. I agree. I actually agree with you, Big T. I actually think Orange Cassidy should cut that gimmick, uh, for the most part. I think he should do it occasionally, but the problem is that he does it so much that it's like, oh, well, he's doing it again. The problem is the fucking fans. They, I mean, you were saying how he would get a pop all the time. He gets a pop anyways, because the marks love it. Yeah. I mean, I love it. So, I mean, I can't really talk shit. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I, I think it's it, cool how he fucking puts his hands in his pockets and then does like you know fucking. But how many times? How many times is that going to be cool to you? At I what don't. Point? I mean, I haven't got tired of it yet. I'm, but I've I've just started to when I started watching wrestling again. He was injured, so I I'd only seen like clips of his wrestling. So I've really only seen two. Pretty much two matches at the, to this. Yeah, point. when he when he's actually all wrestling three. and put on offense, he's good. It's great. When he does all that other, when he keeps doing that gimmick shit, it gets kind of old. That's the only thing. I, but I, I I thought it played. I thought they played really well off each other. Like I loved the part when like Osprey landed in like the Spider Man stance, and then fucking, oh, yeah. I, and then Os, and then Orange Cassidy got down in the Spider Man stance too, and then. I don't know. I I like. Well, I don't mind goofy gimmicks. So. I'm gonna say this. I feel like Osprey carried him that match, and the reason being, I think that's the reason Orange Cassidy got such little offense in on that match is because honestly, he's not ready to face somebody the caliber of Osprey, who's a complete professional wrestler. I think Osprey still needs a lot more moves in his his move set to to be complete. Man, he just he doesn't have much there other than his gimmick shit. I uh, I did like when Osprey put his hand in Orange Cassidy's pocket looking for something and then that pulled was out awesome. the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, well that's whenever he had him in the abdominal stretch and he puts his hand in his yeah. pocket like Snip pulls it out and he's like <laughs> like the storytelling between the two of them was great. Like the whole that match was the best storytelling of the night in terms of matches. That was great, man. Cuz like you had the underdog and you had this overheel so, guy. All right, I want to get to the end of this because Osprey wins and then we have a major Thing happens. Yeah, they run in and jump. Them. Shibata, Shibata comes out. Katsuyori Shibata, which yep. which anyone who's ever watched Japan knows he was a huge name. He's you may have seen Lawrence. He's the guy that uh did the headbutt that almost killed him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he showed me that. Yeah, but uh, so he comes out and faces off against Osprey. Osprey, you know, leaves the ring. So I guess something's gonna happen there. I guess Shibata is actually gonna try to 
have a match with him for that but time. When was the last time he was seen? Has he not been seen since he did that headbutt thing? He, he, he did have a match in New Japan. He had a match against Zack Sabre Jr. not long but ago. But he was just I, he was just not on the card, and a lot of people were like, why isn't Shibata on the card? A lot of people were like questioning why. And then he showed up, and he did get it. He got a huge pop. Because yeah. they're building towards a huge, like... The, the first thing is, like, they... This guy's probably having to go through so much fucking medical checks oh, before they're going to let him clear him to wrestle. Clear him to wrestle, but I mean, he seems fine, <laughs> honestly. He he just doesn't. He can't headbutt people anymore. Is that his wrestling gear? Some basketball shorts? Yeah, that's, 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 that's cool. Well, I mean, he kind of looks like uh, he kind of looks like Bruce Lee a little bit. He yeah. actually does trunks. He he do, he usually does the wrestling trunks, like the black trunks. One last thing on this for y'all move on. Did y'all like when they tried to rip Orange Cassidy's pockets out of his pants? I did. <laughs> they did rip his pockets out. Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. You can actually rip people's pockets out of their pants. I thought that was, I don't know. I was wondering what they were doing. I thought they were trying to pants him or something. I was like, what the fuck is this attitude here? Shit. Uh, trying to rip rip his pant, rip his pockets out. Yeah, I gave that match a, I'll give that match an A+. I gave it an A. Well, which is... Anytime I get to see my boy Will Ospreay, it's an A plus for me. So. Got a little bit of a man crush on him. I do. I can. I'm ready for G1, so I can watch. All, him all the British wrestlers are cool, Greg. Like, name one Dude, Osprey's entrance is like so good. I mean, his attire was awesome. He, yes. he came out with a little bit some new attire, different colors. All right, so next up we got ZS uh, Zach Saber Jr. Versus, versus a, a mystery, mystery opponent. A mystery, mystery opponent, opponent by Daniel Bryan. This man, Brian Danielson, I'm sorry. Brought a tear to my eye. I actually smiled when he came out. Oh, my God. I did. Uh, no, no, because this is why, Greg. Whenever I got back into wrestling, back when we were doing the slacker casting, like the car audio only, this guy was was doing his thing on WWE. Um, and you already know who it was, Dustin. It was Cesaro, but he's technically Claudio, Claudio. Castagnoli or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a pasta dish. But... I don't know. I just had a war. I just had a warm feeling when I see him, like nostalgia. I didn't care for him back in the day, but I mean, was I was gonna say he never really was like somebody that was that interesting to me. But I, uh, I mean, the match was good. I thought it yeah, was. Nice. I thought I thought the match was good. I kept praying he'd do the spinny thing where he picks him up and spins around, <laughs> and they kept like, teasing it. I, I, he tried to hit Zach with his finisher almost instantly. And then he almost pinned him, which I would have been pissed if that would have happened. <laughs> but uh, the thing that bothered me about this match is, like, it was all Claudio showing off, man. Like, like they didn't let Zach get in enough offense. And yeah, like I Zach, thought Zach was a jobber. <laughs> like, no, that's the thing. Guy. He's like, He's like a main guy in New Japan. He was in the main event and fought for the title not long ago, and he didn't get to showcase much of his style because – of the fucking shitty wrestler they put him against. It's Damn. funny. Bleacher Report gave that match an A plus. <laughs> Bleacher Report is needs to reevaluate. Stop, stop, yeah, stop I'm drinking. With, stop I'm drinking with Lawrence. He did. Wrestling. He kind of looked like a jobber, and I was like expecting a lot more. Yeah, like if you never he, knew who Zack Saber Jr. was, he'd be like, "Who the fuck is this lame?" Greg <laughs> hyped him up so much, and that's the only reason why I knew he wasn't a jobber was because Greg hyped him up so much. I mean, he got a few things in here and there, but. You were even saying, Greg, like how Claudio wasn't really no, he was no selling a lot of stuff and just he was no selling and like Zach Saber. It was supposed to be a technical match and there was nothing technical about it. No, yeah, not they, at all. It, yeah, that it was, was Claudio the, slamming Zach around for the 
fucking I, 20 minutes, however long it lasted. That's what I was saying when I was watching it. I was like, I thought this was like technical. I thought it was supposed to be like technical wrestling. This is not technical wrestling. But I gave that match a C. And honestly, Daniel Bryan's choice was disappointing to me. Yeah. But doesn't this hammer home what the fuck MJF was saying about XWWE guys like taking? Oh, I'm sure Claudio's getting paid more than MJF. Yeah, can bank, like, I'm sure. like what the heck? He, I don't know. There was anyone else could have been brought in. They I have to like, bring in the. They have to bring in these XWWE guys to try to help build the the. Brand. But this is the thing. This is where MJF's argument makes sense because. Cesaro, as he was in WWE, was a mid-card wrestler. He was not a main eventer. He was mid-card pretty much almost his entire career. His his yeah. best run was with Sheamus when they were yeah. the tag champions. Exactly. So you bring this guy in who's going to be a mid-carder in AEW as well, but still making more money than MJF, who obviously the show has lost some uh, some steam since he's went away. So no, he, yeah, he definitely has a point. I, I just people are always like eh, another XWWE guy. Okay, well, who cares? I mean, they have to bring these guys in to try to the build guy. the brand and yeah, oh, to right. try to help the next guys. But they, so, there needs to be a a better pay scale. And so let's try to race through this a little more because we still got Raw and Blood and Guts to get through. Uh, next up, we got the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Jay White from New Japan versus Adam Page from AEW versus Kazuchika Okada from New Japan versus Adam Cole from AEW. I'm going to start off by saying I like this match. It was good. It was a really good match. It was a good match. The finish kind of got fucked up at the end because Adam Cole got seriously injured. That's what I wanted to ask The New Japan guys got the biggest pops, though, out of this Yeah, I knew. The crowd, dude, the crowd was fucking lit all night. Everybody that come out, just big pops all night. As, that was I one mean, thing the, I noticed. The match was a little all over the place, as you'd expect a four-way to be. Yeah. Um, so, Greg, is it kind of like the Ric Flair of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Uh, I mean, Okada's more like the Hulk Hogan of New Japan Wrestling. Well, actually, him and Tanahashi kind of share that role. Actually, I would say Tanahashi is the Hulk Hogan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Okada is the Macho Man. Okay. It's a good, good way to put it. Um, go ahead and talk about uh, the. I mean, did y'all have much more to say about that match other than Adam Cole getting hurt? No, nah, I mean he, he uh, caught a bad, bad. I was going to ask what happened at the end. Was it? Was I was just happened? glad Jay White kept the title. He would have lost it. I, I heard him whisper <laughs> something to the ref. I thought it was like yeah, because he, he was telling he was, him to check him. He was like check on yeah, him. He was telling him to check on him because apparently I think he was like. He was either trying to fight somebody that wasn't there. Oh, no, he was trying to kick out. He tried to kick out of that three count and didn't. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I think he was supposed to because Okada hit the Rainmaker. Yeah. Or, no, Jay White hit his finish on Okada, and Okada rolled out of the ring, and he jumped on Adam Cole to pin him. And I think Adam Cole was supposed to kick out, but he didn't. And Jay White told the ref, like, hey, check on him because I think he's really hurt. And he was. Jay White was always supposed to win, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Jay White was supposed to win. That just wasn't supposed to be the finish. Because they're probably going to start some type of like Adam Cole, Jay White thing. But I guess that's going to be postponed. Um, So the last match of the evening, the main event was the AEW Interim Championship match. John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. 
What's your thoughts on John Moxley before we start this? I'm well, like, they pissed me off with the entrance. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Because they started they? they started it out with John Moxley and his kick-ass New Japan Death Rider theme. Then they switched it to that stupid fucking wild yeah, thing. Yeah, I shit. hate that wild thing. Compared to his original one, I was like, dude, he needs to keep that. <laughs> Look, I really like John Moxley, and I like the belt being on John Moxley. And I'm hoping now that this whole fucking Blackpool Combat Club versus Jericho, Eddie Kingston fucking bullshit is over. That we can see him go on another nice little run with the AEW belt. I like Mox as champ. I'm like you. I don't have an issue with that. I, I don't have an issue. I like Mox. I, I like him. And it was I, better than Adam Page as champ. And he was being wasted tagging with with Danielson. So now I we mean, get to see him back in singles. Him, him and him and Tanahashi did the classic back and forth match. Uh, Moxley of course gets bloody because yeah, he, has to, he has to wear a crimson dude. mask. Every he's single the, match. He he's has. The <laughs> Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz of, of professional wrestling. <laughs> that blood, man. But, uh, ultimately blood, man. Uh, Moxley ends up winning via death rider. And then, and then we then... get the classic fucking bullshit fucking run in. <laughs> Like, okay, you put together this almost, I wouldn't say it was perfect, but you put together a really fucking great pay-per-view. And it should have just ended. I I know you have to build up for your fucking stupid blood and guts match, but this should, this match or this card should have ended with them in the ring just, you know, and that's it. Like they were at the end. No Mm -hmm. fucking bullshit run in. Doesn't need to be a big fucking brawl at the end. They it it kind of ruined. There is it. one thing I like about the run-ins now. I forget which I forget if it was Big T or Ben Ben Grimm who said it, but I get to see Eddie Kingston do his toddler run. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does run like a toddler. I was just like, I, 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 when I they when they did that, that, I was just like, are you kidding me? I want to touch on yeah, Big T's comment real quick here. Uh, yeah. He said that Brody King is the number one contender for the interim championship. Why? Why would Brody King be the number one contender? He's he's been with the company what two months? Is he has he even really wrestled on any of the on TV? I don't know what I he's haven't done. seen him. I don't know what he's done to deserve a number one contendership, but but they had war. Remember that? I don't think that that I don't know who updates that shit, but I don't think that they had Wardlow as the number one contender for yeah, that. Said Wardlow was going to be one. Yeah, but he he you know stepped away and said that he's gonna you know go for the yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Big T. It they didn't need to do that at the end. That's a thing too. Like why? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, fucking Cesaro or no Claudio's little pop at the end. I was like, what? They made it seem like somebody epic was gonna come to the ring, like Sting or somebody's gonna like save the day, and it was fucking Claudio. They don't need. <laughs> they they didn't need. They 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 tarnished the end with that. They I'm it so just sick been of the run-ins. Mox and Tanahashi hugging it out in the middle of the ring, you know, showing respect for each other, and fucking end it like that. With the because the, the pr- pay per view was fucking great, and they just. I don't know. It it soured that. You guys are Big like T is right. Stuff. It made the entire event feel like an episode of Dynamite. Yeah, that's yeah. So, but all in all, I was very very pleased with that pay per view. And all if in I all, if I had to grade it, I would have gave it an A. It was a good. It was good. If I didn't watch it for free on TikTok, I would have definitely been okay with spending fifty bucks on it. I could say that it lived up to the hype of the whole Forbidden Door thing. The two companies mixing. I, yeah. I felt like it, it didn't disappoint. All right, so Raw. I don't have a whole lot to say about Raw, so 
Yeah, we can make it quick. We you, can make it quick. Did, so RK Bro is done. That's not a thing. Like, I haven't watched Well, Randy uh, Orton's hurt. So Yeah, he's hurt. But Riddle won Money in the Bank. Or won the last Money in the Bank spot. So he did. Uh, the, t- this was a night of celebrating John Cena. <laughs> I'm going to say this. They celebrate this dude. Like, they had all the people greeting him when he came in the beginning of the show. You would think this guy was a fucking war hero. He is. Isn't he like half Marine, half rapper? <laughs> well, he's he's the best representation of the military by someone who's never been in the military. You know who, you know, you know who should be the GOAT of that class of guys to come out is fucking Orton. Because Orton has been there at the same amount of time as John Cena, and he fucking has been in the company wrestling and has carried that company when John Cena was doing fucking making shitty movies. I think what hurts uh, Randy Orton is like he's heel mostly, and they always like the face to be the one that's the like same thing with Stone Cold and The Rock. You know, everyone remembers Stone Cold's like. He did have that heel run, but it was always everyone always remembered him fondly as a face. So he was always the face of WWF for that era. I think the same thing with John Cena. It's like he's just the face of that era because he was such a, a a good guy. Yeah, I don't know. I can't stand John Cena. Ever since <laughs> he turned, the day he turned face and never turned, never looked back. I was like. I loved his Doctor of Thugonomics. I did too, and the chains and the yeah, the spinner shit. And every belt had to be a spinner out, just wrapping everybody. And he'd like show up in Boston with a New York Yankees jersey on. Oh yeah, especially with him being a kid from Massachusetts, just a slap in the face, smacking Stephanie's ass every two seconds. Like I loved that version of John Cena, and then. He became a face, and then they just like he joined the Marines. It was like this super Cena. All about the kids. I'm gonna give a fuck, man. Hustle, loyalty, and respect, or something. Was that? (laughs) John Cena. Lame. John Cena. That's. I don't know if Greg wants to talk about Jay Uso and Montez Ford, but no, I don't. I have nothing to really say about them. I do like Montez Ford, though. I think he's great. I, I mean, I I like Montez, and I like I like that tag team. But the fact of the matter is, is, we've we've already seen them versus the Usos in some way for the past three or four weeks in a row, and I'm just sick of it. I'm ready for them to just have their match and it be done. Yeah. But uh, what what did you think of all the people saying the stuff about Cena? Did you already talk about that? Uh, really just a little bit. We, but what's your thoughts on it? I thought it was cool. I mean, I mean, John Cena has done a lot for that company and carried it on his back for a very long time. Even though he was very repetitive, like as far as like some of his matches, like you know, the Super Cena era, if, if anyone remembers Super that. Cena. <laughs> but like, you can't hate on the guy, man, because he's basically the next Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's the last of them, them WWE greats. Yeah, he he's he is the last of that type of wrestler. Yes, but. whatever. <laughs> Dustin said yeah. Randy Orton should have been like the goat of that. Uh, yeah, I actually want to tell something. No, man, Orton has not done more than Cena. Whatever. He has not went through everybody like Cena did. We had that legend killer uh, 
like face. Because because there was a point in time when Randy Orton fell into obscurity. That never happened with John Cena. John Cena never fell into obscurity ever. True. In his entire career. Yeah, probably because they were too busy pushing John Cena. I mean, you could make you could make the argument that it could it should have been Randy. That argument's there, but to say that he is above Cena in that regard, I mean, no. Cena just had it, whatever it is. Like he just had something that you can't even put into words, like that makes him likable. I mean Well, I never liked him, so except for when he was a heel. So Well, that was like twenty years ago, so that was the last time I liked John Cena. John Cena can. Oh, look! You don't have to like him. I I was never the huge. I was I never a huge Cena fan. Why would you not respect him? Why? Because yeah, hustle, loyalty, and respect. Dude, you got to. He's yeah, exactly what Lauren said. Hustle, loyalty, and respect. Man. Honestly, I think he he was a big proponent for the WWE pushing PG. So that wasn't his fault. He ruined wrestling. It was more Linda McMahon than it was yeah, John Cena. Yeah, that was Cena, exactly what it was. It was once they got involved in politics and decided they wanted to be a publicly shared company as opposed to a privately shared company. That's what turned it to PG. Whatever. John Cena, cool. Thank you for <laughs> 20 years of service. What do you think of the Miz seg- segment, calling out Logan Paul? Well, we now know Logan Paul signed, so... Yeah, the I mean, I always love when the Miz gets on there, and uh, someone always talks about his small balls. Now, yeah, him, him, AJ came out. They did the small balls thing. Him and AJ have a match. Nothing special. Greg, I remember you were head over heels for that AJ Styles. AJ, I still am. I just think WWE misuses him. Yeah, AJ, AJ is one of the goats to me, man. Let's see. Then we had. Uh, McMahon came out and basically uh, mooned everybody again. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's gonna come out every fucking. He's gonna come out every fucking week now. He's gonna come out every week, and he's just gonna say some stupid shit, and then we'll go back to the back again. I will say, I always liked the Cena merch. Like Cena's merch, he always had good stuff. I didn't. I, Was I it just that. him saluting? God, man, you are such a fucking hater. Who do you hate more, Cena or Edge? Jeez. I, I don't know. They're real close. Both. It's like them. everybody who's good, you hate. <laughs> Honestly, though, I watched a little documentary about that whole Matt Hardy. You Edge. like a guy who does nothing but puts his hands in his pockets and jumps around for 10 to 15 minutes, but you don't like John Cena. Look, man, I like what I like, okay? Great. He's not a part of the C-Nation. I am he not. Likes, he likes circus stuff. That's the problem. He likes all the circus stuff. What about Alexis... Bliss versus Liv nobody Morgan. cares. Nobody gives but, a sh- gives a care about that match. All right. What about Bobby Lashley versus Alpha Academy? Nobody cares about that neither. Moving what about, on. <laughs> what about the women's money? Oh, we do need to talk about this just at least a little bit. The women's well, I mean, we money. Well, we did get some rehab stuff from Cody. You can't just skip over that. Oh yeah, Cody came out. Can't or did a little uh, video or whatever. Yeah, it was it was good to see that he's. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, doing all right, but like, like, why are you cock teasing us with Cody? Yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't really care. That oh, there much. was one thing uh, you did have to like this, Dustin. You had to love when Seth Rollins came up to John Cena and he was laughing <laughs> his theme. <laughs> Dude, I I love and hate 
this version of Seth Rollins. Like, I, I at first, I, at first, it annoyed me, but now I love it. It's so uh, yeah, obnoxious. It's growing on me, but it was like, <laughs> I'm like, you're like a wannabe. Like, it's like you're trying to be the Joker or something. Like, <laughs> stop. But yeah, it, it's growing on me. And uh, did you notice whenever Cena was in the back and he was talking to everybody? Becky Lynch was just kind of sitting on a, she was like sitting on a, on like some boxes back there. And she was like slow clapping. Like she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was awesome. Big time uh, Bex. She's probably, I think she's probably my favorite of the, of the women wrestlers right now. More, but, more uh, than uh, Alexa Bliss. Well, you should be happy that she won the multi-woman match and has earned finally, the money in the bank match. Finally got her redemption. This is what they've been building to for, the last fucking two months of just making her lose over and over and over again, which I think it was fitting. It was a good, uh, it was a good way to, I guess, arc her story. I guess it's not over yet. She still has to win the money well, in the bank. But. If you eliminate uh, John Cena from this raw, this raw was, would have probably got a D, but because of Cena, it got a C. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, it was all right. It was all right. His presence alone propelled it to a C. Yeah. They didn't wrestle or do anything. Yeah, and and they didn't really build anything either. I thought they were. I mean, they kind of like teased the Austin Theory stuff. Yeah, but there was like no real build for anything. It was more. He's gonna a- have a match at SummerSlam. Don't don't worry. He'll, he'll be. He'll come out on the next uh, next Raw or something and announce. Well, it. What's the news of like Pat McAfee? Uh, McAfee, because I remember he was like really pushed or like. It's oh, that was on. We He's going to have a match with Corbin, I think. I think that's yeah, they're building a match with Corbin. Yeah. He, he cut a really good promo on, on SmackDown. We didn't talk about SmackDown, but... Nah. Yeah. Um, all right, so we want to move on to Blood yeah, and Guts. Yeah, Blood and Guts. Let's talk about this crap show. Okay, so we have the first match was... <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Ethan and Page. That was actually your first match. Was it the first match? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, they did all the recap from uh, Forbidden Door. Good match. Orange Cassidy won. You thought that was a good match? I thought it was a good match. I, I didn't. Here's I the didn't problem. Mind. Here's the problem with that match. First off, Orange Cassidy's new theme is terrible. Go back yes. to the Pixies because that was awesome. It suited him so well. And it was perfect. Like the, yeah. the hit, you know, that. Yeah. Because it sounds like a lazy song and his character is like He's lazy. Yeah, lazy, lazy millennial. Well, apparently I've read about this. So apparently they AEW lost the rights to use the music. So well, they have I am back. Yeah, I, I I guess they didn't want to buy a the billionaire music. company, just buy it back. So I guess they were just like, let's just change your theme. So they changed it to that. So we had that match and that so, was no hold on, wait. I got stuff to say about this match. Let's not just jump past it. <laughs> They made this match out like Ethan Page was some kind of giant that Orange Cassidy was fighting. They portrayed him as a big guy the whole match. Like, oh, Orange Cassidy can't body slam him because he's yeah, so yeah. big. I'm like, what are you doing? This dude is not even that big. Well, Dan Lambert is like, he's the Greg Cummings of, of AEW. He does not like skinny wrestlers. That's his new thing. Well, he's more like the Jim Cornette. That's the gimmick he's yeah, portraying. He's, he's, I can't, he's pretty much like Jim Cornette. I just agree with a lot of... What's going on there? It, what's funny though is Ethan Page looks like somebody that used to work out and then let himself go with his, <laughs> with his man titties and beer gut. But. Oh, according to Ben Grimm, that was his theme in the Indies. 
That sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It's not terrible, but the Pixies thing just fit him perfectly. Yeah, it was like a. Sh- drink this. Here, drink my drink. My drink here. Uh, but yeah, overall, I like it's it. lemonade. All right, so yeah, that and the match ended with Orange Cassidy doing a Superman punch and then a body slam. A body slam. He he finally body slammed him. I mean, it because, took he, him, because he was a giant. Yeah, he's a giant. I mean, I mean, he kind of is compared to Orange Cassidy. No man, that match that match was trash. <laughs> Other than Orange doing his stuff, everything else about that match was trash. That's probably why I liked it. Orange doing his stuff. All right, and then we had uh, Christian Cage comes out and cuts a little promo and disses. Uh, <laughs> he said. <Jungle> <laughs> Dead family again. Yeah, <laughs> Just he, that picture. Oh, this time he said that he wishes Jungle Boy's entire family was dead. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like old school Christian. Oh, yeah. oh it's I love it. I love it. it. I yeah, love this is what they should have been doing with Christian from the jump. So, and then we get the new and improved with a new entrance, new pyro, new outfit. New mask, Luchasaurus. Evil Lucha. Yeah, he's evil Lucha. Well, he has a black he has a black mask now. That that's all you need to show that you're like a bad guy, right? Well, it's hit all black. Black mask, black pants, new music, new pyro. He is uh he's heel Luchasaurus now. And he came out and squashed some jobber. Yep. Uh, I mean Serpentico was who he who he squashed. You, had, you, like asked, you, had, you asked me earlier. See, this is what I'm talking about whenever we're talking through text. And you, like, get all amped up about what you want to say about wrestling. And then, like, we start doing the podcast. And it's like, oh, I've already talked about this. <laughs> I mean, I just reiterate. I mean, I'm going to talk about it anyways. But but you asked me what I thought about uh, heel Luchasaurus. Yeah. And what, 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 and what, I, what did I say to you? I'm like. You said, "Shut the fuck up! Don't talk to me about wrestling until we get to." The- <laughs> <laughs> and then, like and then I told you, I said, "I said it doesn't. He doesn't mean shit to me. He doesn't mean any more to me than he did before. He's still just a fucking dumb dinosaur gimmick." I mean, he really is. I mean, it was cool and cute at first, but now it's like it had to go. There it had to do something different with him. I just don't know what they- people. So next up, we have Max Caster and the Ass Boys. Versus uh, Danhausen and FTR. Well, yeah. his he introduced STR as his, you know, mystery. Yeah, he had a mystery artist. opponent, and it was FTR, and the fucking crowd went wild. Oh yeah, uh, there was a little, in, a little bit of interesting stuff happened at the end with the, uh, with uh, Anthony Bowens got up out of his wheelchair. Oh yeah, and uh, he accidentally hit one of the guys from the Gun Club in the head, and they lost the match. Yeah, what do you think of the rap, by the way, that Max Caster did going out? Dude, his raps are always just every time. Every time he's I've always been, got one line. I've been telling people right. this for the longest, man, and like everyone's like, "Oh no, just go back and do Cena's old stuff, Cena's old stuff." But I'm like, it Max Caster stuff is Max current Caster. and it's good. Yeah, yeah, it can't touch the, his stuff. And they're you good. Know, like, I I like, enjoy watching their tag team, their wrestling, all of it. I mean, and their stuff that they do with the. Gun Club or Ass Boys, whoever they are, is great I, too. 
I have a problem with Danhausen. I know this guy is like the goofy gimmick, but Lawrence, you're probably going to agree with me here. Isn't Danhausen basically just a doink the clown ripoff? He's like a type like that. You said it. I think you said it best. He's like Papa Shango, like the voodoo stuff and the curses and shit. Yeah, he's like a ripoff of Doink the Clown and Papa Shango. You combine the two together, era. you have Dan Howard. He's like a wrestler from that era. That like old the modern people era. call him a meme wrestler. A meme a wrestler. A meme wrestler. And and that's something that's supposed to be okay in wrestling. Someone who's called but I a think meme that, wrestler. I think this is that's what a that's kind of what AEW is about because they kind of company. No, no, I'm saying they. It, that's the kind of stuff they do in the <laughs> indies. They do weird stuff like that in the indies. So you get some of that a li- little yeah, taste. It's like ben says those guys are classic though. They were goofy back in the day, but you look back at them fondly, like Papa Shango and and, Doink. and Danhausen had a cult following before he hit AEW. Anyway, it's like yeah, I like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm familiar with goofy stuff. I mean, I watched fucking Japan wrestling. There's some of the goofiest shit in the world. I got a video on my phone that was sent to me. <laughs> Some guy like I don't know. It's like a Japanese match where I don't know how the hell this even happened, but apparently he starts fingering some chick and then flies out to the crowd, and the crowd goes nuts about it. What? <laughs> well, I'll have to show it to you sometime. It's definitely not safe for showing that's on this podcast. Be, but that's not get off topic. I think you're hard on Danhausen. I think uh, he he fits that company. He's I don't hate him. I just think that he's a ripoff. Okay, but you know what? I do have a bone about. This about AEW and Danhausen. What happened to Hookhausen? They yeah. built this Hookhausen. Yeah, why? And happened? all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden, and this is classic AEW storyline shit. It's like it's just did what did you just blow that storyline up? Is somebody hurt? Like I mean, they even on Rampage two weeks ago they had a stupid <laughs> little one like two minute segment where they just like. Look at what Ben said. He's like, have you ever seen Guther's, Gunther's gimmick when he wrestled in Japan? He was a giant beaver. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, have, I have not seen that, Ben, but it does not surprise well, me. Well, someone tagged me in a in a video on, on TikTok, and it was a guy dressed up in a koala suit uh, wrestling some guy that was acting like Stewie from Mad TV, and then the koala pulled out a knife and stabbed the guy. I was like, what the fuck? You know what? AEW's not so bad after all. Yeah, see. (laughs) They're kind of they're kind of like an indie wrestling company, but they get they have they get TV time. So but no, you 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 actually touched on something. I I don't like them abandoning storylines like that. At least I liked the hook housing, so I didn't mind it. And I they built it perfectly. They kept doing the little where Dan Housen pops up and like tries to get him to join the team, kind of like the RK bro thing. They finally join the team and they even have a bunch of more little stupid segments. And now it's over. Like, is it over? Or like, are you taking a break from it? Like the fuck Ben, I have enough to ruin professional wrestling for me these days. I don't need to go looking that shit up. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you that right. (laughs) His name though. Cha Cha Ping was his name. Cha Cha Ping. I kind of like the name. I ain't going to lie. Dude, I'm going. I'm going to work that shit up when I get off the computer. When Is we it get better off the- than Rapungi Vice? No, really- Chopping. That's well, what's I your deal know. with Rapungi Vice, Lawrence? That's a dumb name. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know what it means. Rapungi? I'm Is sure it, it means something. Is it Japan? Is it Japanese? 
Let's see. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna so. look it up right now. What does Rapongi mean? It sounds like something a kid came up with. Like, hey, this kid's this guy's Asian. What do we call Rapongi? <laughs> Rapongi is for idiots. Rapongi is for rich foreigners who can't speak Japanese. Rapongi is where every sort of shadiness goes down. So it's it, it basically you know how they say um, that uh, so uh, Rocky Romero is. No, you know how they say he's the king of sneaky style. That's his thing, uh, sneaky style. Well, that's basically what it's talking about. What the Rapongi thing is, and the vice is bad. They're so they're sneaky. Like sneaky they do bad. sneaky stuff. They're sneak fucks. Oh, I'm gonna have to look this shit up, Ben Grimm. I'm definitely making a TikTok about that because <laughs> I don't think a lot of people know about that. So. Probably not. And I haven't seen boring. anything about it, so that should. All be right, we're, we're almost to the end here. Um, Jade Cargill smashes some other chick that no one cares about and retains her title. And then we get a run in from uh, Athena and Chris Statlander, which I don't understand. Why do they keep putting why like why do they keep putting Jade Cargill against these jobbers? Why let her fight Chris Statlander and Athena? Because she's still kind of green. I guess she They're, is. She's she's no, she's I know very she green. Is. You can tell when you shoot. You can tell by her wrestling, but she's training with Daniel Bryan, so she should. She's gonna be. Pretty awesome, I think. She'll be in All WWE. Right. Let's uh, let's let's get to the, let's get this blood and guts match out of the way so I can go. I, I don't have much. Put to my say kid to bed. <laughs> I don't have much to say about it. Besides, I I thought it was the worst match of the night. I thought it was one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Period. Dang. That it was trash. It was complete shit. It was all over the place. You couldn't keep up with anything. I fucking hated every single second of that match. I want I, the only reason I didn't fast forward to just see the finish is because I knew we were going to talk about it on this podcast. That is the only reason I watched it because I hated everything about it. I actually fell. I was watching it in bed <laughs> on my phone, and I actually fell asleep at the uh, during. I had to watch the watch it again this morning. Uh, when I woke up because I had fall, I fell asleep in the middle of the match because I was so fucking bored with it. Well, hold on, Dustin. Something amazing happened at the end, though. Guess what happened? Just take a guess. Everybody you'll never, you'll never guess in a million years. You'll never guess. Everyone, Everybody ran in and started beating the shit out of each oh, other. Son of a bitch. I can't believe you figured it out that easy. <laughs> Dude, every single event. Well, I, well they kind of... Well, they did... It ended with them kind of on the top of the cage, though, and they were the fucking team that won was on top of the cage. And but it was God, it was I. I don't. I mean, I'm not run-ins, man. Why? I'm not a fan of these matches. I, anyways, and honestly, like, like it's two rings and two steel cages, like into the whole like, uh, you can't go into like. They've timing like why didn't you just put all six people, all twelve people in the and, fucking and ring the at the same too, time? You have Jericho's team; they're all wearing the same shit, so they all look like the same person. And they're all right, <laughs> and they're all right around about the same <laughs> size and everything. No, you're right, dude. I you don't know who anybody is because they're all about the same size. They all kind of have the same look, so it's like okay. And then by the end of it, everyone's fucking bloody because. John, because Moxley was fucking running around stabbing people with skewers, and, shit. <laughs> and then he stabs himself. Dude, there has to be blood in all his matches. Everyone at, at some point, Eddie Kingston threw tacks in somebody's face. 
There was some alcohol or gas or whatever. They were going to probably try to set somebody on fire again. Well, you know, that's this thing. You like set people on fire. Now. I just hope this is the end of that bullshit. Please Same let it be thing, that. Same uh, thing, Ben Graham, keeping it kayfabe. Um, I just want it to be the end of the fucking feud between all these guys because it honestly just ruins it for me. And I thought that match was fucking garbage. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. AEW is hurting right now, man. With with Punk out, Daniel Bryan can't really wrestle right now. Adam Cole's about to be out MJF probably with a concussion. MJF is out. They every reason that I had to watch this program, Kenny Omega is still not back. Yes. Every yeah. reason I have to watch AEW is almost gone right now. I yep. mean, did you hear about uh, how Kenny Omega said that if he suffers another setback, that he might not come back? I don't believe it. He also said if he suffers another major injury, he might not come back either because he said he's the rehab on his injuries has been really hard on him. I mean, that rehab is a motherfucker. So I, I can understand. I mean, that's the entire reason Luck retired from the NFL is because he's like, he's like, I don't want to fucking do rehab again, man. I'm, I'm tired of rehab. So I mean, he's almost 40. So it's like, I mean, yeah, yeah but yeah. I think, uh, you're gonna see. You're gonna see Kenny again. I think. And so. then to see the thing is with like Adam Cole with this concussion thing, he might not even be here. I'm telling you right now, Kenny Omega will finish out his career in Japan. You think so? Adam Cole already yeah. had an injury too going into uh, yeah. going into Forbidden Door, so he probably shouldn't have. It shouldn't even have been in there, honestly. Oh I thought God. he was not gonna wrestle, and then it, all of a sudden, it, it, it really didn't even make any sense for him to be in that match. It would have been better as just a triple threat. Yeah, they could have done it that way. I think he was supposed to not wrestle uh, uh, at first, and then I he probably talked his way. He probably sucked Tony Khan off and was like, "Please let me wrestle." Yeah, who knows? Tony Khan gave him a big old hug and was like, "Okay." Well, all right, so that's it. That that is uh that is the show. What well, I, I do need to ask you this though, Dustin. What is your final grade for Blood and Guts? For Blood and Guts. I don't know. I really enjoyed everything but that last match, so I'll give it like a C plus. I give it a D minus. Really? Well, you yeah. didn't like any. You see, you didn't really like anything. I really about. didn't like anything that happened, other than the Christian stuff. The Orange Cassidy was okay. Give me just a second, baby. Uh, the Orange Cassidy was okay, and then the Jade. Oh, know, don't forget, Warlow is going to fight Scorpio Sky in a street fight next week. Oh, street fight street for the TBS title. Well, it's you good think Ward was finally title in that match? He, absolutely. There's there's no scenario where he loses. Yeah, he has to. They can't they can't let him lose. They're building him up. Well, all right. Well, Lawrence, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you coming well, on and for having talking me. some wrestling with us. But uh, I got nothing else, so uh, I guess we'll just uh, end this one here. So until next time, keep it K, babe.